Welcome to Dominion Talks with Jesse Schneider again. Thank you for joining me and attending to that which I believe the Lord laid on my heart for today. And that is really to bring forth a confidence that we can have and really should have of God's keeping power. And so the title for today is The Elect of God. You and I in Christ are the elect of God. We have been preordained. We have been divinely selected. We have been chosen by God to be found in Christ and to live on earth right now for a time such as right now. To declare and to manifest the great strength, the great wisdom, the great Oh, demonstration of power of the Holy Spirit. We are now found in Christ because of a divine election, a selection, a choosing that is of grace and not of human effort, not of man's will, nor his ability to run the race swiftly of his own account, or of his own human strength, but only on the basis of an endowment of the Holy Spirit, who now lives and dwells in us mightily through the new birth that we have in Christ, because we are, you and I in Christ, are born again, born from above, born of the Holy Spirit, the children of the Spirit, the children of our Heavenly Father, who is Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is a pronouncement of a liberation from the corruption that's found in the world. His very word is this pronouncement that brings forth a liberty from the captivity that we had in the world. But now we are brand new citizens of heaven Dispatch on a divine assignment right now, chosen by God to walk out this divine selection, this divine ordination of glory, to be called children of the Most High God. Let's go to Paul's writing to Thessalonians. This is 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 2 onward. We give thanks to God always. We give thanks to God always for you all making mention of you in our prayers, remembering without ceasing your work of faith. Take note what brings thanksgiving to the Father's heart. What brings forth a thanksgiving to God is when we as Christians walk this walk of faith and do the work of faith which is of the Holy Spirit labor of love patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of our God and Father this is at verse 4 knowing beloved brethren your election by God Knowing, beloved brethren, your election by God, for our gospel did not come to you in word only, not in just mere human words, 
but also in power, in demonstration of power, Paul writes to the Corinthians. And in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance, a boldness of confidence, in much assurance, as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. Knowing, beloved brethren, your election by God. Do you have confidence today in your election by God, in this selection that is based on divine will, that is not based on how strong you are of your old self, in your carnal nature, in your stubborn disposition, No, this election is based on the love of God, the very grace of God that he so loved us, that he gave us the elect son of God, the one that was foreordained to run, to walk this walk of faith, to behold the joy that was set before him, to endure the cross. To die for us so that we now be found in this election of God in Christ Jesus. The only way to the Father is through the Lord Jesus Christ. There is no other way to come into eternal life and be born again unless it is through the receiving of the elect Son of God the Lord Jesus Christ. And as we have received God's preference, God's only way, the way that Jesus is, the truth that Jesus is, the very life that he is, Jesus, when we receive this life of Christ, we now have access. We have access into God himself to walk life in this favor of grace, to walk life in this election of grace, a demonstration of the very grace of God to the world and really throughout the ages to come, a demonstration we are of the goodness of God to all men. And because of it, going to verse 6, and you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Spirit, so that you become examples to all in Macedonia and Achaia who believe. For from you the word of the Lord has sounded forth, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place. Your faith toward God has gone out, so that we do not need to say anything For they themselves declare concerning us what manner of entry we had to you and how you turned to God from idols, how you and I in Christ turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven, to wait for his imminent return, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus who delivered us from the wrath to come. And so because we are the very elect of God, we live in this manner of a demonstration and a dissemination of the gospel of Christ so that wherever we are placed, men will know the manner of life that we have in Christ. To propagate 
and to be proclaimers of truth, proclaimers of the gospel of Christ. Verse 8 says, From you the word of the Lord has sounded forth. From you and I today, the word of the Lord is to sound forth in every place that we have been placed. Our life is marked by this divine selection. Let's go to Peter, second epistle of Peter, chapter 1, verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of and of Jesus, our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. This election of God is a call to glory and virtue, but which, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature. We have been given access now to be partakers, to be associates, to be one as he is, to be of him as he is, partakers of his divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust, but look what verse 5 goes into but also for this very reason giving all diligence add to your faith virtue to virtue knowledge to knowledge self-control to self-control perseverance these are godly characters that we are to conform to that we are to be diligent to add to ourselves how through the renewing of our mind. To know that we are chosen by God to live in this hour, not to be messed up, broken up, but to live in the wholeness of his life, having escaped the corruption that's found in the world so we can add to our faith all these godly characteristics. And he continues to perseverance. Godliness we add to godliness, brotherly kindness, to brotherly kindness, love. For if these things are yours and they abound, you will be neither, you be neither barren. What a powerful word. You be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things, he who refuses to mature, to bring forth this faith that we now have of the Son of God into maturity. What does maturity of faith look like? Godly character. These very characteristics of brotherly love, of kindness, of perseverance, of self-control. If we refuse to conform to His nature, then the Word says in verse 9, for he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his own sins. He forgot that he turned from idols to the living God. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent. You see, this selection of God that we have in Christ, 
Truly, it is for all men, for all men to know Him. For there is only one name given to us under heaven, the name of Jesus, by whom we can cry out and be saved. The name of Jesus is the only way of salvation. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's go from here to Ephesians. Another layer of confidence. We have read this so many times. I'm sure you can you can quote it back from memory. Ephesians 1, 4. Just as he chose us, this is the very word, this is the verb of the word selection that we saw Paul use to the Thessalonians. Here the verb of it Paul uses to the Ephesians, that we are chosen in him. We are selected in Him. We are divinely appointed to be His today. Just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to, according to, not Desi's will, nor your personal will, but according to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace, divine grace. Selection, an election, a choosing based on grace, by which He made us accepted in the beloved, by which He made us the accepted in the beloved. Let's go to... Romans 11, verse verse 5. Even so then, at this present time, there is a remnant, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. According to this divine choosing based on the love of God that is found in the Son of God. And if by grace, then it is no longer of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. And so you and I today have to have an assurance that in Him we already have been elected to be His. That He is already well pleased with us on the basis of the shed blood of Christ. But that doesn't mean that we go stagnant and we do absolutely nothing about it. What it does is love starts compelling us to undergo transformation to bring forth a compliance to our lives in accordance to the Word of God, to find ourselves established, rooted, and grounded in the faith, in the confidence of persuasion that we had in the very beginning when we turned from idols to the living God, to be 
able to stand before God with a pure conscience on the basis of the blood, knowing full well that we are well-pleasing to Him. And because of it, there is a propelling, there is a propelling to continue in this election of His. Colossians chapter 3, verse 12. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, this is what we do now, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. And so being the elect of God is the biggest privilege, the highest honor God has bestowed upon us. And because of this honor that he has bestowed upon us, now we in turn honor others by walking in demonstration of his love towards them, that is of God, by walking in forgiveness towards them as he has forgiven us. Verse 14, but above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you are called in one body and be thankful. This election of God is to be found in the body of Christ. This choosing is made perfect in Christ alone. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord, and whatever you do as the elect of God today, do in word, whatever you do in word or deed, do all, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him knowing that we are the very elect of God, ensuring that this election takes us right into eternal life. How? By putting on the new man. By putting on the new man uh, in Colossians, just before the verses are read in verse 10. Having put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision, nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, slave, nor free, but Christ. But Christ is all in all. And this is it. To be the elect of God is to be found in Christ. Where Christ has the preeminence, where no longer it's your old man taking any glory, whether you be Greek or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free. But you know, Christ is all and in all. Glory be to God. Thank you for coming and listening to me once again. Dominion Talks with Destiny Schneider. Be blessed.